having clear principles and values and using your gifts and having an explorer's mind, all three of those bullet points can be applied to everything. Because if you are not clear on your values, you will end up just kind of feeling a little lost and doing things that you're like, oh, I regret doing it like that. Like you're not that everything is perfect when you use your values, but you at least have like a guidepost to go, what the hell am I supposed to do right now? Well, I don't really know, but I know that I want to be transparent and I want to be honest. And I want to be communicative. Okay. Well then let's just communicate what we don't know and what we're going to do to try to figure it out. You know? So I think that that's really helpful in relationships and life. Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Lessa Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world, and the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Be It Till You See interview recap where my co-host in life, Brad, and I are going to dig into the fierce combo I had with Adrian Kaler in our last episode. If you haven't yet listened to that one, you should pause this now and listen to that one. Actually, don't let me tell you what to do. You can tell you what to do, but I'm going to tell you right now after this recap, you're like, wait, hold on. Hug yeah, a hug cactus. Hug that fucking cactus. What? I'm going to have to go listen to the real thing. And you should because Adrian's amazing. And Brad was on the interview as well. So, yeah, you know, surprise. surprise. Um, anyways, before we get into Adrian's amazingness, um, today is September 14th in real time. And that means it's National Eat a Hoagie Day. That's right, y'all Philadelphians. Eat that hoagie. So this is when you can tell that Brad took over the show notes. So uh, eat a hoagie. And if you're gluten and dairy free, good luck. Good luck. You know how? Okay. So side note, when I first time I had a chili a Philly cheesesteak. Um, we went into one of the famous restaurants, not the ones that fight, but like, I don't know. You can tell people which one we went to. We went to gyms. Went to gyms. And I told them I'm gluten and dairy free. And the guy looked at me. He still took the bread. He took uh, one of those, like the thin wax. Yeah, it's like, it's like a, wa- it's like and a, the, it's not wax. Pa- it's, it's not, not wax. Uh, it was just like a paper. It's that like you, sandwich food prep pa- paper. Food pre- yeah. And he put that on the bun- the top of the buns. And then he still put my food, my whole sandwich, everything that went inside on that parchment paper. Right. And then he put that on my sandwich, put my all myself on there, and then handed me the sandwich, <laughs> including the bun I said I did not want. <laughs> and also it's not a cheesesteak because it had no cheese. <laughs> it was just the guy just looked meat. at me like, what are you doing? Anyways, go eat a hoagie, y'all, um, wherever you are. Okay. And this week, Brad and I are really like dead in the middle of agency mini number nine. Holy cow. It is Woo. our um, small business uh, coaching program. It's for it's for any fitness instructor, and it really does help you get clarity. And then we also, we love getting you clarity. And then an agency, we get you into implementation, which is where we rock. Uh, so at any rate, um, that's happening. It's too late to sign up. Don't ask. Uh, but you it can sign up for agency. It is almost over. But you can actually still go to profitableplies.com slash mini to get on the wait list for the next one. But you don't also need to wait six months. You can just like I interrupted no. Leslie saying... You can just jump right into our coaching yeah, group. Yeah, it's okay. You can finish that sentence. That's yeah. fine. Uh, then uh, in a couple of weeks, we actually are leaving for Cambodia. Woo, 
yes. So um, I cannot wait. I'm gonna be really honest. Unless you like love to like live on the wild side, probably get on the wait list for that one instead of coming on this one because it's pretty much full anyways. But uh, we are so excited, and this time we're actually bringing my sister-in-law, our project manager, and her husband um, with us because we have such a full crew. Um, it's just gonna be amazing. I can't wait for them to see this space because they haven't been there yet. Um, so you can go to lesslielogan.co/retreat. Um, and you know, if you are wanting to host your own retreat in Cambodia and use our space, you can do that too. So just reach out to us. Yeah, that's um, right. We have a 12 bedroom apartment building there, um, and all the relationships that we built since 2017. And, uh, it's been, uh, this, this will be our first year. 2023 is our first year, um, letting somebody else take over our space and mm -hmm. run their retreat. Mm -hmm. um, effectively, uh, we handle all of the logistics and all the program and, and all the food and all the, any of the like variables. You just teach your thing and then bring yeah. your people. You sell it, you teach it, you bring your people. We, we do all the stuff behind the scenes that yeah. is annoying. And then um, we come back. I get to see the dogs for like seven days. And then we are going to be, I'm going to be going to Chicago. Finally, Erica Quest and I get to hang out in real life. Um, that's November 4th and 5th. We've got some workshops. Um, you're probably wondering, oh my God, how do I sign up? You have got to wait. Uh, make sure you're following me on Instagram and you will find out, or make sure you're on our newsletter list. You will find out that way. Um, but I don't have a link for you because we have, um, there's a two week window for people at this specific studio to sign up first and then we can let the public sign up. Um, and then in December we go back on our, our road tour, our winter tour. So, you know, I think I 70 is basically whatever, <laughs> whatever was long route 70 all the way to Philly. Uh, and then down through, uh, the 40, am I remembering it correctly? You, uh, um, what, what's the one through Texas that we do? Is it the 10, 20, the 20? Usually it's the 20 and the 10, the 20 and the 10. Okay. Yeah. Not the 40. Um, at any no, rate, but we've hit the 40 before. Sometimes you're not that far off. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, we'll be doing that. Um, more details to follow. So don't worry about it. Just keep listening to this amazing show. Before we talked about Adrian, do you do we have an audience question? We totally do. Um, I heard you have a mentorship program. Yes, yes. And the question is, is it too late to apply? Apply, 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 apply. And when is the next one? Okay, so at the time that this is dropping, I think we just closed the applications. Uh, this is September yeah. 14th. So the 13th, we closed yeah. the applications. That's right. So here's the deal. Uh, assuming it's full then yes, too late to apply. However, um, one of the girls in our current round, round three, she literally heard all about it on the podcast like a week before we started and someone had happened to drop out and she took their spot. Yep. So what I would say is go to lessalogan.co slash elevate. Elevate's the name of the mentorship um, and get on the wait list and then reach out to us ASAP if you're like, oh my God, I do not want to wait till 2025. Um, exactly. Can't make promises, but worth worth like raising your hand. Uh, the actual next rounds are in 2024 and they kick off in January. That's why the applications are now. So we can get everyone ready and get all the things going. They have the dates ahead of them. So um, it's really exciting. I only can run so many uh, a year because I can only have so many people and it takes there it takes so much of our time. So anyways, I really hope that, um, 
if this is the year that's meant to be for you, you raise your hand and we have a spot. And if not, well, then who knows? Who knows? Maybe we do with, I don't know. Who Never knows? know, but you should just reach out. So leslogan.co slash elevate to get more information about that it is for teachers who are already, have already done a comprehensive. Um, it doesn't matter if it was classical or contemporary. No, that matters. And not if you just finished or been teaching for 20 years, but you do have to have already done um, a comprehensive training. If you have questions, life, business, relationships, Pilates, dogs, and you would like to hear our take on that, you can just send it in to the Be It Pod. We are happy to answer your questions, whatever those ones are. All right, loves, it's here. OPC Summer Camp. You know that thing we started last year? Well, we're doing it again this year, and we're making it bigger and better than ever because we have teachers from all over the world, which means all day long you can nerd out with me at Camp Zoom from the comfort of your own home in your favorite Pilates workout outfit without having to get bugs or dirt or weird camp food that's like some weird slot. No, you can have the amazing food in your own home. You can be whatever clothes you want to be in, and you can join us all day long for whatever workouts and workshops you sign up for. In fact, you can even do a whole day pass and save the most money. In fact, up to 56% off if you buy the day pass. So go to opc.me slash events to see the full schedule and lineup of events. If you only have access to a mat, we've got plenty of stuff for you. We've got reformer. We've got some happy hip reformer with you. We've got so many amazing things. You can go to opc.me slash events to see the whole schedule, all 14 teachers, and all the goodness that's going to happen at Camp Zoom. And I'm your camp director. Woo! Okay, now let's talk about Adrian Kaler. Adrian Kaler is a leadership engagement expert and senior partner at the executive coaching firm Take New Ground. He specializes in helping leaders recognize their potential bottlenecks and empowers them to take transformative actions in their professional journeys. Mm-hmm. And he's my former executive coach. I know. You you guys worked together for a while and it was really yeah, like, great for you. Like a year and a half, more than that. I don't even yeah. know. It was amazing, actually. It was super, super helpful for me. Um, I have nothing but love for him. He will push you to step up. Yeah. In a good way. Mm-hmm. And uh, he did that a lot for me. Uh, and, you know, I still think a lot about our conversations and, uh, you know, the things that I was struggling with are still applicable today, some of them, and others um, I've been able to move through or maybe some situations that come back. And I reflect back often on our conversations. And one that makes us laugh is hugging a cactus. Um, but... Uh, you'll have to go back and listen a little bit more about what that means in the previous episode. Yeah. Yeah. Can I talk about what I love? Do it. Okay. So, um, cause one of the reasons that you got, you end up working with Adrian is because I am not a founder who is like, I have to be the CEO. I thought I did. Let me get to his point. Um, he actually said, um, he said founders, um, usually don't want to be CEOs, but think they should. And so they like get stuck and they get trapped in their mind and they do things. It doesn't work out so well. Anyways, I thought I'd be the CEO because I thought like, if you found, if you found it, then you're the president or whatever. I don't know. Cause clearly like there's presidents of like Mattel, they didn't found it. Like, so, but in, in my mind and everyone treated me like I was a CEO, but then you stepped in Brad and then you became the CEO. And then, and then we got you Adrian to like, because you had C-level exec, like you were an ops manager and, and things like that in big corporations. But like being a CEO takes a whole different leadership role. You have to think of things in a whole different way so you don't get, things don't get stuck. So I love yeah, that. Yeah, I was a COO. Yes. Yeah, but uh, I had never been uh, responsible for the sales and marketing in addition to the operations. I was only the one side. Mm-hmm. So I was doing like finance and ops and this was my first time 
there's two the two really interesting transitions um with that and one was basically letting go of the thing that i know i'm good at and yeah. giving it to somebody else yeah that was like hard for me to do because when i get stressed what do i go do i go do things i'm good at so i go back to my safe zone where i felt like i could kick ass and take names over there but ultimately that's not actually helping the company and it was really you know that was the transition that that you're making when you're stepping into that role yeah and um yeah anyway you know adrian has like worked with people who have teams of 10,000 people yeah you know and we had a team of like 10 i think we did at the time yeah, yeah. so um, and then another thing that I loved, uh, I just love the freedom of that. So any of you who are like, oh my God, like once this company I'm building grows, like, I don't know that I can be the CEO. You don't have to be, or you can, you just have to get out of everyone's way <laughs> and really like, and really, um, uh, think of yourself as a unique contribution and not like I'm the essential worker because like that's where you get in people's way and you start doing their job and they're like, I don't know why I'm here. Um, and well, that's actually, that's exactly what I was doing too, is, uh, basically when you are building a company because you know, your strengths, you, you do those tasks, right? And so you end up being in a critical role in the company and you don't necessarily plot it that way where you're like, ha, 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 everybody needs me. But ultimately, that's what ends up happening more often than not for founders, like smaller companies who are beginning to grow is they're like, well, I built literally every aspect of this stuff. So everyone needs to come to me to get their questions answered. And, you know, ultimately, you know, where what that leads to is the gear is slowing down because there's when you're 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 one person you can only do so many things right but it makes you feel needed it makes yeah. you feel like you're doing something right and it's a trap yeah and so that essentially you know like founders have this habit of setting things up so that they are essential in the flow of things uh instead of it uh instead of empowering their team to eventually take over the process altogether Right. And, uh, you know, that was that, you know, and that's still something that that I have to deal with, too. Uh, but uh, with, you know, Adrian, that's where he the challenging part of Adrian comes into play is that he can go, hey, man, third party perspective. I know you're a web developer and you love building websites, but you're spending 10 hours building a website instead of, you know, handling these fires over here that need to be put out. Yeah. <laughs> By the way. Yeah. Did you know that. Well, and that leads me to my other point that I that I liked that he brought up. He said, um, Whatever is going on in my life, I either created it or I allow it. And like we as human beings, we are, we can be resentment machines and we complain about what's not working, but whatever you're complaining about, you either allowed it to happen or you created it. And like, this is so true for everything, not even just work. Like for example, I was going to like totally complain this afternoon because I, the, the landscaper came. And I thought I, I couldn't see the landscaper come because he was he was two hours late. And so I was working out with my teacher and I didn't lock the door because I was like, oh, well, is the landscaper coming today? I don't even know. Like, I haven't seen him on the whole block on anyone else's house. So I started doing my session and then um, we didn't get the door locked and the dogs got to go greet the landscapers today. <laughs> and they I were fending him off with the. With the air blower. Yeah. They were, <laughs> yeah, they were just like running around like barking. I mean, they're fine. They're not dangerous dogs, like, but they don't like people in their backyard. <laughs> so at any rate, I heard, I heard their barks. So I, I got up, I let them in and I like party wanted to just like complain so much because like, why the fuck 
Then Brad locked the door when he saw the landscapers come because his office has got a window to see the thing. And I caught myself because I'm going, I could have said to Brad, I'm going to not be able to lock the door because I've got a session or I could have just fucking locked the door anyways. And so I basically like allowed that whole situation mm. in because yeah. I we didn't communicate. And we so didn't, yeah, we didn't communicate. And it's so funny because I saw them, but I, I was on a I was on a call and I saw them and for some reason it just didn't register. And so normally I I see them and I just like casually lock the back door. And it I didn't do it today. I don't know. And I, I thought, what the hell? You know, but but uh But I just bring that up because I think sometimes we can think of like when a business coach comes on here, we can think about things being businessy. And I thought that this point was so holistic because whatever is going on, you either created it or you allowed it. Yeah, I think ultimately that's what it comes down to. The idea that uh it's not happening to me. Yeah. Right. It's something that I brought into my world. And don't yell at me on YouTube because somebody died in your life and you're like, that doesn't apply to you. We're talking about like the things in your <laughs> in your life that you're making decisions on last time we talked about it's happening for me someone goes my dog just died that is not happening for me and i was like okay see yourself in the story some other example jeez yeah but i but i do think that's like part of the you know that's actually the argument and that's where the challenge is right is mm -hmm. that you know uh, there's a very much uh it's it's easy to be a victim yeah and it's hard to embrace this idea that we had an influence in the things that are happening in our lives, mm -hmm. you know, and we had some choice in that matter. And yeah. that might not be always like black and white, crystal clear, but especially in within a company or within, you know, whatever it is that's happening in your family, in school or in your job, you know, um, you know, if there's conflict or if there's something that isn't happening the way that that you want it to be happening, you still are participating in some way. Yeah. And there's decisions that are made there. You're not upholding boundaries or you're not, you let people break those boundaries and you didn't correct them when that happened. Right. Like all these, it's just incredible. So anyways, yeah. I love it. I love that example. I think that is a really great sentence to like pin somewhere on your wall. What did you love that he said? Yeah, that's deep, deep. Um, okay. Adrian said... Um, a lot of possibilities are in the periphery. Mm. And I thought this was interesting because um, I think that the idea, again, like waiting for something to be stupidly obvious for us to go do the thing, it's never going to be obvious, right? So we may be on a path, but uh, but being open to possibility that like this path that we've defined, oh, I want to, like for me, here's a perfect example of a path that I defined. I was gonna be Adam Levine. And I decided that that means I have to go to music college and I'm gonna leave music college, I'm gonna be in a band and my band is gonna get signed and then I'm gonna sell a million records and I'm gonna to tour the world for the rest of my life. And I'm gonna be a 75 year old rock star that everybody goes, they should probably quit, but they're so fucking awesome. That's the path that I had decided for myself, right? And that was my dream, right? But I had kind of created this box that I had put myself in. And I was, for years, I was unwilling to look anywhere except for like only at that thing. And I think uh, that when you are allowing yourself to be open, there were peripheral things happening all throughout that time where I could have been, uh, maybe I could have made some money. Maybe I could have, I don't know, some opportunity or something if I had been looking kind of like on the sides and been open to this idea that 
maybe what I think my path is, maybe there's other paths for me, right? And so the idea that the possibilities are in the periphery. I mean, I was one of those possibilities in the periphery. (laughs) I'm just going to say like, hello, amazing periphery. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm so excited about that periphery. But that's, (laughs) let me, let me finish my, my example here. While I was doing my music, you've heard me talk about how my innate, um, you know, strengths were the organization, the admin, the booking, the sales, the, you know, effectively all those things at which when it wasn't until my dream came to a hard wall where everything stopped that I was, I was like, oh shit, I can't keep going forward. What am I going to do now? That was the only time I was finally willing to look around and be like, I need to do something else. What can I do? Right. And that kind of took me into the operation side of things, you know? And so, uh, you know, I think, uh, when you have a vision like that, it can also be restrictive, you know, is ultimately yeah. the point. Yeah. I, um, I, I think, love I think that. he said that your vision can be an agenda too. Actually, you said that, you know, your vision can turn into an agenda. Yeah. You know, and I think that that was the same thing for me. And so I wasn't like, I didn't, I didn't celebrate uh, things that were happening in my life outside of my dream, my vision. Yeah. Um, and it really put me in, in a weird um, That's box. why we have FYFs, guys, because everyone is treating their life like it's a fucking agenda and not really understanding that you are experiencing some amazing things that could lead you to different places if you, if you just took a moment to go, oh, that was fun. Oh, that was weird. Huh. Well, this is a wrong turn. You know, like there's adventures everywhere. Yeah, I think I think something that is a little scary about those adventures is like what happens when life lifes and things shift and change. And, you know, I put on an amazing rap song and keep going. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do that. I um, got angry. I got angry. Yeah. Yeah. Like angry. And for years I was angry. Um, and this was in my 20s. Right. Where I was like just super, super frustrated that things weren't going the way that I thought that they were supposed to go, the way that I wanted them to go. Um, I worked so fucking hard and things weren't panning out, right? And Adrian talked about uh, how he deals with shifts and changes. um, And he gave us a quick little list here. He said, have clear principles and values. Um, You know, use your gifts. Uh, Have an explorer's mindset. And then, uh, you know, all like all throughout this, he was specifically talking about being a leader. So he was talking about keeping him, you know, uh, his interests and his team's interests at, at heart mm-hmm. throughout these shifts and changes and stuff. But, you know, I think it's really interesting, you know, if, if, uh, when you have clear principles and values, that's kind of a hard thing to, what the hell does that even mean? Like, do you know your values? Like, I think your values, you, you kind of, depends on the situation that you're in, you know, but when you have an opinion and you are willing to stand by, you know, the decisions that you've made, um, that will help you in times of tumultuous, you know, unknown. Well, also like, I, I think no matter if you are a business person or not, the, the having clear principles and values and using your gifts and having an explorer's mind, all three of those bullet points can be applied to everything. Because if you are not clear on your values, you will end up just kind of feeling a little lost and doing things that you're like, oh, I regret doing it like that. Like you're not that everything is perfect when you use your values, but you at least have like a guidepost to go, what the hell am I supposed to do right now? Well, I don't really know, but I know that I want to be transparent and I want to be honest. And I want to be communicative. Okay. Well then let's just communicate what we don't know and what we're going to do to try yeah. to figure it out. You know? So I think that that's really helpful in relationships and life. 
All right, loves, it's super important to me that supplements I take are of the highest quality, and that's why for three years I've been drinking AG1. Unlike many supplement brands, AG1 is constantly searching for how to do things better. At 52 iterations of their formula and counting, their team is always trying to find better ways to source, test, and aim to find the best quality ingredients available. I love this so much, guys, because so many people think I have to get it right the first time, and they have done 52 different iterations. I freaking love that. So many people have asked me if AG1 is actually the real deal. I really do drink it, and trust me, there's a reason why I've been drinking it for so long. Quality for AG1 isn't just a buzzword. It's a commitment backed by expert-led scientific research, high-quality ingredients, industry-leading manufacturing, and rigorous testing. At each step of the process, AG1 goes above and beyond industry standards. I know I can trust what's in every scoop of AG1 because it's tested for 950 contaminants and banned substances while the industry standard typically only tests for 10. Holy moly. I know that like I'm a recovering overachiever over here, but I'm super glad AG1 isn't. Okay, so taking care of my health shouldn't be complicated and AG1 simplifies this by replacing multiple health supplements like multivitamins, digestive aids, immune support, and more in just one simple scoop. It's literally just one scoop. It's one scoop in one bottle of water. It's amazing. AG1's ingredients are heavily researched for efficacy and quality, and I love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support. Y'all know I've had gut stuff, so that's why I've been doing it for so long. I've partnered with AG1 for so long because they make such a high quality product that I genuinely look forward to drinking every day. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 and K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash be it. That's drinkag1.com slash B-E-I-T. Check it out. All right. Let's talk about those be it action items. What bold executable intrinsic or targeted action items can we take away from your combo with Adrian? He talked about, uh, he kind of started going down, but he, he started listing I know, bold, I thought he was going to do, uh, I intrinsic. thought he was really going to do all of yeah. them. And I was like, whoa. Well, we kind of got sidetracked. So you only have to do the one. Yeah. <laughs> Just one. Well, I think we got bold and executable, but yeah. you know, be bold. And he said, actually, this is one of our core values of, of their company is bold, being bold. Um, and he said to ask yourself, do I want to live with this, whatever this might be, or is there some kind of new future that I want to create? Right. Um, he said, we're so busy and we have a lot going on. So we need to take the time to slow down and reflect on the resentments that we have been carrying. And I'll tell you when I started coaching with him, like this was really interesting. He dug and dug and dug and dug, and then began to challenge me with things that I was effectively allowing to happen, you know, in my life, in my work life, in my relationships, in all those kinds of things. I loved, I love when he was in your life. Yeah. No, me too. It was great. Yeah. yeah. It felt like he would like help highlight the things that I was hoping you would feel, but I didn't want to tell you. I didn't want to be that wife. <laughs> I was like, maybe Adrian will figure that out. <laughs> um, so he emphasized the importance of self-reflection clarity uh, in addressing personal and professional goals and issues. Um, and by doing so, he said that leaders can gain a clear understanding of their current situation um, and prompt, which all of that prompts critical questions uh, of whether or not they want to continue to embrace those issues or figure out a way to create new, uh, a new path, right? Um, and, you know, like whatever that might be, in, in whatever challenge that you're going through right now, you know, 
is there a different way? And, you know, what can you do? How can you do it? You always have options, right? Yeah. What about you? What about you? Well, I uh, really, um, my my big takeaway is it's a quote by Kierkegaard. People find a level of despair that's tolerable and call that happiness. Oh, why do we do that? It's so annoying. And it's really actually, you know, you have people in your life that do do this on a really grand scale. Yeah. My grandfather big time one of those people. Um, I don't even know if he found it tolerable. I think he just, I don't think he called it happiness. He was just like, mm, flatline. But at any rate, I think it, he said, Adrian said like, it makes the heart sick if you don't have hope about how things can get better. And the truth is it's like, uh, Carrie Ford mentioned like a mountain with no peak. And I think for the overachievers in the room, it can get, you have to find the balance of like making sure you find a summit to like celebrate on, but we should always be finding something else that could just challenge us a little bit more, take us to another level, a new thing while celebrating and understanding, because otherwise you just go, well, this shitty life, I'm living in this pigsty. This is, this is as good as it gets. Um, I'm going to call that happiness. Like, remember when I, you watch the movie as good as it gets and you're like, this is really depressing. I was like, yeah, now you mentioned it, <laughs> but like, I just really enjoy that he brought that up as a as a beat action item because um, we 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 can get stuck in our own place and go well this is good I guess this is good I'll just do this so um, he said the solution for a hard driving type A is with a get shit done and perfectionist people um, is that you actually do a no one can handle but me so he advised to stop being the icon and get out of your persona and be who you are, get, get peers around you, get a coach around you, take that you can take messy action with and have people that you could talk with because those people are going to help you celebrate. Those people are going to like reflect and be a mirror about where you're going to getting stuck in places and also like help you want a little bit more. So you don't like just go, well, I'll just live in this pigsty. Yesterday I had, yesterday when we were recording this, I had a call with a girlfriend with, um, She's a peer. She has a, a business. I love, she'll be on the podcast soon. Her name's Jessica. Um, and I was just like, yeah, I'm just having some low energy today. I was able to do some big vision thinking. Um, and I got, was, that was actually really fun. And she goes, Oh, what was in your vision? And it was just so fun to have someone who we don't do the same business, but to ask that and be that peer where I could like share that with, because it, when you share that, it helps solidify a little bit and the universe gets in there and starts helping things out. So anyways, don't be the person who finds a level of despair and a tolerable and go happiness. I'm happy. I don't think that's what like they're doing it like that. I think it's like we, you know, the, it's not conscious. No, no, it's, that's what I'm saying is like, I, you know, I, I think with my, my marriage before my past marriage, I, I thought to myself, why did I ever get married? And that, that occurred like two years in, and and then I, and then the next thought was well, I I divorce isn't an option, so I guess this is what it's going to be, and I I guess I've signed up for this for the rest of my life, right? And that was really depressing. But I was like, okay, I guess that's what I got to do now, right? Yeah, and that sucks. That, and that sucks. And it also was not fun, and it was actually really emotionally I, challenging. I feel like had you had peers around you that you could have trusted to share that information with, I do feel like you might have come to the diff, like an idea that you could have 
also been out of it sooner, but you were kind of alone in that relationship and not really, it wasn't. I, mean, I was also stressed, like pretty um, set in my ways. I was very convinced that like I should not ever get a divorce period. And it wasn't until, you know, my ex was like, this is, you don't have a choice here. This is happening. <laughs> that things really. But that's like that going back to Adrian's point have someone close to you or a coach aka a therapist would have been good there um like have like having another person where which you could share what was going on that wasn't the person you're married to yeah well it was well i mean i had a bunch of friends but i would shut them down when they what if that idea ever came to service i was like nah i don't do that i'm not going to do that there's a way for us to fix it i was very determined you know but but i think that it, it, that that's exactly the problem is that I was so convinced that my way was the correct way, was the way, right? That uh, I, I was unwilling to even uh, listen to my friends who were trying to look out for me. And it wasn't until, you know, <sighs> everything in, exploded in my face that I was forced to do it. And then I, that really challenged me and made me go, am I right though? Like, was that the right way? You know, and, but it, it took like a catastrophic event for that to happen. I hope that's not you. I hope that doesn't happen for you. It doesn't need to be that way, but it requires self-inflection. And it's really hard for people who quote unquote know what they know. Yeah, I know. It's a struggle. We all know those people and sometimes we are those people. So <laughs> yeah. Totally. So anyways, I just go back and listen to Adrian's episode a couple times. Maybe it's one you save. It's definitely gonna be one you're gonna share. Really enjoy this man. We definitely have to hang out with him again soon. Here they go to Hawaii, so we should yeah, probably... Yeah, uh, all the things, the episodes coming out after all the programs he talked about, but those he does those programs a couple times a year. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, if Let's you're... Let's get his 2024 dates. Yeah, on. looking for more, yeah. um, you know, we'll put the links in the show notes. So. Yeah. I'm Leslie Logan. And I'm Brad Kroll. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being one of our amazing listeners. Like this podcast keeps growing. I just checked the stats on this podcast. Woo! And you guys are listener scores higher we're still in the top two percent of all podcasts in the whole world um i just want you to know i would like to end the year in the top 1.5 percent so i need your help i need you to share this podcast i need you to tell people listen to fyfs or listen to recaps what or maybe you like the interviews more whatever of the episodes you love the most just tell them to listen to those they'll find their own path but just know that you are part of this incredible success. We're going to hit 300 episodes um, quite soon. Yeah. Claire Solly, who's been on the pod a few times, um, she was Brad Stannon. She texted me the other day. She's like, oh, my God, I just heard your podcast is on 256. Like, how <laughs> in the world? And that was 10 episodes ago. So yeah. we're all like we're even closer now. So anyways, I'm just ready to have a lot of fun. So thank you for being a listener and make sure that until next time you be it till you see it. Bye for now. That's all I got for this episode of the Be It Till You See It podcast. One thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, make sure to introduce yourself over at the Be It Pod on Instagram. I would love to know more about you. Share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it. Help us and others be it till you see it. Have an awesome day. Be It Till You See It is a production of the Bloom Podcast Network. It's written, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll. It is produced and edited by the Epic Team at Desenio. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music, and our branding by designer and artist, Gianfranco Chofi. 
Special thanks to Melissa Solomon for creating our visuals and Samena Velazquez for our transcriptions. Also to Angelina Herico for adding all the content to our website. And finally to Meredith Crowell for keeping us all on point and on time. All right, my coffee lovers. I got something for you. And I know most of you are coffee lovers because if you're listening to this, you have lots of things you're doing and coffee is something that you are taking with you everywhere you go. In fact, I know the Plaza instructors around here are taking coffee, kombucha, tea, and water into every class that they take. So this one is amazing because this is Pure Cafe Bold. They have two options for you. They've got black coffee and then they've got a caramel coffee latte, which is amazing. And here's why it's amazing. It's pre-brewed. So it comes in this amazing little packet and you can actually just take the packet in to your office, your work on a plane like we've been doing. And then you pour hot water in and boom, you've got coffee. And this coffee actually has some amazing stuff. It's not just regular coffee. This coffee supports your immune system. It boosts cognitive function, increases stamina, it reduces stress, and it has cordyceps. And what are cordyceps, you ask? Oh, that's right, Brad's here. Nature's powerful secret energizer, a rare species of fungi, cordyceps is renowned for its invigorating properties and centuries-old use in traditional medicine packed with essential nutrients. This natural adaptogen boosts stamina and supports overall well-being. And seriously, it's actually super simple to make. Leslie and I have taken it camping. Yeah. I'll use it in the afternoon. We're taking it everywhere because I'm tired of conferences and different hotels having burnt coffee. It's a thousand times better than the terrible coffee that you get on an airplane. And the black coffee is like less than a dollar a packet. So it's like, it's really kind of amazing. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a big fan of the caramel myself. He the does caramel like has it. a little bit of, uh, of milk in it. So. It has some dairy. So my dairy free peeps, you, you can't do the caramel, but you can do the black, right? Yeah. The black coffee is vegan, keto, gluten-free, non-GMO, nut-free, dairy-free, fat-free, and CGMP compliant. All right. So here's the deal. You need to go to beitpod.com slash coffee, B-E-I-T-P-O-D.com slash coffee. And when you do that, you are going to be able to get some amazing coffee that we're loving. You can buy it as a one-time purchase, or you can actually get it as a subscription. There's even family packs. So if you know that you've got a lot of coffee drinkers in your household, this is amazing. And it's honestly cheaper than all the coffees we've been making at home. So we are so excited. I hope you are. Go to beatpod.com slash coffee. And, you know, cheers to you and I. Every morning, we'll be drinking the same coffee together. Woo!